Ah, uh, we're back with Book of Experts TV today, and I have a special treat for you. Today, we're going to talk about how can you actually monetize your recruiting process. This is going to be a fun one. I've been looking forward to diving deep into this because most folks are thinking that's a cost center. That's a cost of doing business to get my people onboarded so they can sell and generate more revenue. No, we're going to turn that whole story upside down in just a moment when we hear from our next guest. Time for Book of Experts TV. Topics you love. Experts you trust. Friction-free referrals. Tried. Tested. Trusted. This is Book of Experts, brought to you by salesman.me. Welcome back to Book of Experts TV. Kaylin Domner, you've been on with our panel discussions, but this is the first chance we've had to do a one-to-one -one discussion. So welcome, 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 Thank welcome. Thank you. I was like rocking out to that music. I love it. <laughs> yes, if, if you're part of the audience and, and you're thinking, wait a minute, did I just hear Kaylin's voice in the intro? Well, that's right. We're actually doing a special episode of Book of Experts TV. You know, we're all the time profiling experts in our community Today, we're actually going to talk about SalesMap, which is, of course, the sponsor of Book of Experts TV. That's why we're here. The SalesMap pays the bills so that we can do this and we can share the, the good word about all the experts in our community. Mm -hmm. But today, Caitlin, I'm going to pick your brain because we saw a pretty exciting uh, case study that we're going to be talking about that you had built. Mm -hmm. uh, I say you, it's it's the SalesMap team, but I know you spearheaded this, uh, putting a uh, uh, a, a process in place built off years of experience. I want to dig more into this because I'll be honest, we've had a ton of questions. How can you turn recruiting your sales team into a revenue generator? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. Where do you want me to start? I can kind of share what we just did as like a mini case study. Yeah, you know, um, actually, before we get into that case study, I think where I'd like to start with, so you've written two books uh, mm -hmm. on the sales process alone. I know this is yep. part of your background. Can you, in a, in a short form, bring us up to speed of how you entered the sales world? Because I know it was a little bit unusual. And I think some folks that hear that will say, ah, that's me too. Yeah, absolutely. When we started what was virtual coaching sales and is now rebranded as sales map, um, my husband and I started it about eight years ago, 2012. And I didn't know anything about sales. I had never sold anything. And even though I had my master's degree in business administration, they don't teach you sales in graduate school, which is just insane to me. But we, I started with a coach and he connected me with a sales consultant. So my first business partner was Nathaniel Moore. And together he and I created this two-part sales process where I was his appointment setter and he was the closer. That worked so well that we said, well, let's start building these teams. And so we started creating these two part sales teams and our very first client, we made her $270,000 uh, in two weeks following her big event. And that really proved the model. It showed that this could work. And so he and I, Nate and I kind of took this and ran with it. And over time, he decided to move into the marketing side of the business world. And I kept building the sales team. 
And over time, I fell in love with the sales process. I now think of myself as a sales evangelist um, because sales should be an act of love and service. And so really that's at the core of everything that we do is how are we getting people's messages out in the world in a bigger way and creating more transformation even through that sales conversation. So we started with that. And then over those next eight years, we got to work with some really amazing clients, Ali Brown, Deepak Chopra, um, Mastin Kip, Fabian Fredrickson over at Bold Heart. It's just been a really amazing opportunity for us to go behind the scenes with some of the biggest names in the coaching industry and help create their sales systems, hire their sales teams, and build out the infrastructure that allowed them to move from low seven figures to high seven figure companies and really support them in that growth. Because having a sales team really is the key to start having consistent cash flow, which allows you to build out your operations team, which allows you to scale exponentially. So I really do feel like building this sales team is the first building block if you're serious about growing your impact and making a bigger difference in the world. Yes. And I think that's a little bit counterintuitive from the way folks are normally thinking about it, because when they make the first hires, when they onboard new people into the team, folks are usually thinking about the the delivery side of things, the mm -hmm. operations. How do I, you know, I'll go sell because I'm the name on the, on the face of the business. I'll go sell, but I need a team behind me to help me deliver when mm -hmm. sometimes that, that, potentially, I guess, could be the right answer. But in other cases, it's actually the sales team that's going to bring more revenue to create those other seats on the on the delivery and the operation side of things. Um, I yeah. also want to highlight for folks in the audience. So if you missed, she said it really quickly. So I'm going to I'm going to go back to this. I put it in the comments. Uh, I believe this is an acronym that I've heard you share before sales as an act of love and service. Mm. So I well, wanted to make sales, sure we highlight the that. The acronym we use for sales is selling a life enhancing solution. So if you want an acronym, um, yes, it's uh, selling or sharing a life enhancing solution uh, is how we think of sales. But for me, it was just that mindset shift of selling as an act of love and service that I am literally changing someone's life by standing with them on this call and facilitating them saying yes to themselves and up-leveling every area of their life. It's why we work in this transformational industry because that really is why we're doing this, is we really feel like every single sale has a ripple effect of the communities. When you change one person's life, you're usually changing their family and their community. And so we really view this, this channel of sales is the way that we're impacting the world. Yeah, I, I really want to emphasize this because I think some folks out there are thinking, oh, you know, sales like that's not for me. Uh, but this is this is the part that makes like we're selling when we help our kids find the right bedtime at night or, oh, yeah. you know, do their homework like constantly through our life. It is a being able to influence and in, make a positive impact on others is a selling process where yep. you have to believe in what you're selling. So we're, I just want to make sure we're clear on that up front, that this is not the smarmy leg humper stuff. You guys already know we've talked about that before here on Book of Experts. That's not what Sales Map is doing either. Let's talk a little bit. I don't, I don't want to delay any longer because, listen, turning recruitment into a profit center or a profit multiplier, I put this out. I've teased this on LinkedIn. People are saying, all right, I want to hear more about this. What yeah. has been going on this summer? 
Yeah, so this summer we did another big launch for a client and this is what really it finally, Tobin, you were the one who identified it, is when we, we use our proprietary bootcamp style model, and I'll talk more about the bootcamp because it really is the crux of how this works, but we leveraged that with a client's already existing product launch. So we ended up doing a recruitment, had over 500 applicants, narrowed that down to 50 candidates, and these 50 candidates just did outbound dialing to his list selling a $1,000 program, and they had one week to sell as many things as they could if they wanted to qualify to get into week two of boot camp. And in week two of boot camp, we had, I think, 15 candidates who made it that far, and they got the right to sell the $7,500 program. And so they had two weeks to fill the $7,500 certificate, pro certificate program. And then 13 of those actually closed multiple deals. We ended up filling the 25 slots that he wanted with really perfect clients. And at the end of that, the client got to walk away with 13 salespeople who had just generated him about $240,000 in additional revenue that he wouldn't have gotten otherwise from the launch. And he got to pick and choose who was in best alignment with his team, his culture and his vision and pull together his sales team. He even hired one of them to be one of his coaches. Um, so it wasn't even just a sales position he was hiring for. It was literally who's the best fit for my company. And when you can find the right people on your bus, then it's just a matter of figuring out what seat they should be sitting in. All right, I, I wanna unpack some of these numbers because again, I wanna draw an underline under. So the first thing that I wanna point out was this is brand aligned, which is we we know this is a big challenge when, when you extend and bring on a salesperson or a sales team into your business. One of the biggest concerns, the heartache that people have is, is this person or are these people going to represent the business? Right. Are they gonna be able to do what I would do if I were in these same conversations? So this was a, a brand aligned recruitment campaign to the point, as you said, uh, this client actually ended up hiring one of the the candidates for a sales position actually joined the team as a coach because they were that, you know, uh, driven by the purpose of what was happening in the yeah. business. And, and, and so I love that aspect. I think that that is huge. It's not going to show up in the numbers, but it's, it's maybe as important as anything else that we're going to share here. Mm -hmm. The next thing was, you talked about revenue numbers, the the selling of the programs. This is before anyone was hired onto the team. Right. Yes. So these were all working on a commission only basis, doing outreach. So they are they were literally showing up every single day, getting hour long trainings from us. So mastering the experience, training themselves and proving who is motivated. So a lot of times people will be sold by their salesperson and they're thinking, this guy's amazing. He's gonna change the entire course of my trajectory for my business. And I've had clients who have paid out 30 to $60,000 because the salesperson sold them, but the salesperson couldn't sell anything else. And what drives me crazy about that is if you can create this event where they're competing for the right to be on your team, not only are they training themselves, they're proving themselves, and by the time you actually get them hired, they're already up and running. They've already built a pipeline, they've already closed some deals, there's already momentum, they've gotten their first paycheck, right? So you're, you're getting rid of a lot of those obstacles that are created 
when you're bringing on a salesperson in a traditional recruitment uh, capacity, because too often in our industry, people aren't giving a lot of thought to their recruitment process or their sales systems as a whole. And it's, okay, I'm feeling tight on bandwidth. I can't be taking three to five sales calls a week. I really need somebody to just take these off my calendar. And they just sort of reach out to the world and they say, who do you know who does sales? And then somebody says, I do sales because Lord knows there's no end of high ticket closers that are flooded the market recently. But then you just say, okay, fine. And you're so desperate to let go of this piece of your business because you're drowning that you throw this role at somebody who is not proven, has not been trained, has no idea what they're doing. And then you're throwing them these perfectly good leads and inevitably you're paying them to do this. So you're paying them and you end up wasting leads and 30 to 60 to 90 days later, you finally realize, wow, I have lost so much money, not in paying them, not in the time that I've spent training them, but simply in the fact that I gave them 50 leads and they didn't close a single deal and I kept throwing good money after bad, hoping that they were gonna turn the ship around. But inevitably it doesn't work and you've got to get rid of them and we've got to start over. And so a lot of people come to us really burned if they've tried hiring salespeople in the past, but it's because they didn't have a system in place for their sales, right? So Tobin, I know you talk a lot about this, but there's the engage, the educate, and then the enrollment step. So throwing somebody into a role and expecting them to do all three or to take engaged leads and to enroll them because when they haven't been educated, right? You need a process for each part of the sale and you need a system for recruiting them, making sure that they are the right person, they have the right skills, they have the right expert expertise and that they are a perfect match for your culture, for your mission, for your values, because that's more important. We can end up training sales skills but if you can, if you bring me somebody who is just a cold-blooded sales professional and they're a shark and they'll close, but they don't care about your people, they don't care about your mission, they're just in it because they wanna make really great commissions. Or you could give me somebody who has a ton of heart, who's extremely coachable and is hungry and they're gonna do whatever it takes to serve your people and bring them across the line. I would much rather have the other person because I can train them on sales skills, that's the easiest part. Um, but I can't train heart. So you have to start with heart. And then it's just making sure that they're in alignment with all the other pieces that you're looking for. Yeah, I think I think this is very much in alignment with the with the coaching space, the 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 mm -hmm. impact, the transformation, the signature programs that are out there. People, it's their babies. So they they're just not going to hand it over. When I heard you talking about the costs involved with bringing on a sales team, I heard multiple layers there. So not only like normally there's, okay, if you if you pay a, a recruiting or a matchment or a uh, matching or replacement agency, there's, there's cost levels there. There's the cost of the talent themselves. There is the cost of the time spent bringing someone up to speed. There is the cost of, as you said, leads that that are handed over while someone's not fully up to speed. Mm -hmm. Like they, there are multiple levels there. And what you're talking about is a process that takes that whole big bag of that big, I call it a cost center, but all these different levels of cost flips it upside down and turns it into a revenue generator before the team is even hired. And holy cow, 13 different candidates this client had to, ch to choose from to build their yeah. sales team from of people who proven. have already sold for them. 13 proven candidates who had just closed deals from. Yeah, it was amazing. 
Um, and I just want to kind of break down those numbers because I feel like a lot of people in the coaching industry don't necessarily have a really good sense of what it actually takes to hire a professional salesperson. So the first thing is just actual money. So how much is it going to cost to have a salesperson? So a good salesperson is looking to make about $10,000 per month. So let's say $120,000 for the year. If you were going to hire a recruiting service, it's about 20%. So 20% of 120 is roughly, we'll just round up to 25,000, right? So you're going to pay that 25,000 to find somebody who wants to be earning 10,000 a month. And as I mentioned, there's the training and the onboarding that has to happen. And if you underestimate this piece, which inevitably most people do because they're hiring when they're swamped, they're hiring when their head is underwater and they're overwhelmed. And so they don't have dedicated time to just train their person on the sales process. I would say that absolutely we spend an hour a day when we're doing our boot camp and we strongly encourage our clients to continue with 30 minutes a day for the first two weeks after they're hired, then bump that down to three calls a week. Then eventually once they are 90 days in and they are closing like rock stars, then you can scale back to a once a week sales, um, meeting. But really that investment of time, if you think about it, you're spending, let's say five hours a week on sales calls, you're going to be spending that same amount of time training your sales team. So it's really important to remember that this is a long game and it takes time to get that person onboarded. But what most people don't realize is that in our industry, and I think a lot of industries, there's about an 80% churn rate for sales reps in their first 90 days. So that means that this hour a day, this time that you're investing with your new salesperson, because they're going to be the key to your success and your freedom within 90 days, you can expect there's an 80% chance of likelihood that they're going to just simply walk away or you're going to fire them because they're actually no good. So within that, you kind of take that, well, I'm going to spend 20 hours. If your time, if you bill your hour at, at $200 an hour, Right. So you're going to spend four hundred um, or four thousand dollars just getting them onboarded. Right. And then you're going to have to divide that by 80 percent of the likelihood that they're going to be gone. So it's it's really just no, it's 20 percent because <laughs> there's a 20 percent likelihood they're going to stay. So in order to find the right person, you're probably going to spend another twenty thousand dollars just in lost time. And that, like I said, is assuming that they're really good. So you're going to invest probably what did I say in the first 90 days? So 10,000 for 30, you're going you're gonna to probably spend about $75,000 in your first quarter to just find out whether or not your salesperson is any good. Now, the hope is that they are and that you'll have a great return on investment and they're going to stick with you for three years. And in our industry, a good closer is doing at least a million dollars in revenue per year. So, and that's not event sales just in day-to-day -day selling, they should be able to bring in about a million dollars into your company. So it's absolutely worth it to invest this $50,000 plus their salary, plus everything else in a year, because that person is a seven figure revenue generator for you. But that first quarter you are taking on so much risk. And that's why all too often people just don't make that leap because it can be really expensive and extremely daunting to put all those systems in place, to find the person, to train the person, and make sure that they're gonna be the right fit for your company. 
It, it sounds it sounds overwhelming. And having seen behind the scenes, I can tell you there's a lot of moving parts. But mm -hmm. this is the process when you when you truly want there's a listen, the word growth or scale is thrown around a lot. But if you want to take your business to seven or multi seven figures, yeah. there has to be the, the the tools, the talent and the process in place to make that happen. It's not just mm -hmm. a matter of pushing harder uh, because you're going to run up against your constraints. Yep. Um, Caitlin, in the time that we have left, can we talk a little bit about the who? Like, who is right for this? Because you've already—I've already heard you say just even in the revenue numbers, um, this is not for your solopreneurs uh, that, that want to, you know, double their business in in the next year or so. You know, go from a hundred thousand to two or three hundred thousand. That's a little bit of yeah. a different process. Can you talk about who is a great fit for this case study that we've talked about today? So this is really a fantastic solution. If you are selling a high ticket item and you have some lower ticket items that you can use in a launch uh, issue. Now, if you don't have a launch planned, we have created marketing events specifically for our boot campers. So it's, you don't need an event or a, a launch in order to pull this off. It's just easier if we have a marketing event that uh, optimizes the effort that the salespeople are going to be putting into it. So creating a marketing event around probably your lower end program and then having your candidates sell into your higher end program. So in terms of what you need, I'm thinking you're probably going to be needing uh, a list of some kind. Now for us, the key metric is phone numbers. A lot of people will come to me and they're like, I have 25,000 people on my list. And I said, that's fantastic. How many phone numbers do you have? And they say zero, right? And unfortunately, this means that my sales team's hands are really tied. So the first thing that we would wanna do if you're gonna work with us is just figure out how to create a mini conversion event where we can transfer those email addresses that are on your list into phone numbers that we can call. Because if we have a phone number, we can hand you cash. If we don't have a phone number, we're at the mercy of Gmail. So we love, love, love phone numbers. So the more phone numbers you have, the easier it is for us to pull this off. If you have somewhere between five and 10,000 phone numbers, sweet, we can absolutely make you some really serious money. Um, and then I think the other thing is just that high-end program. So we sold $45,000 programs. We sold a lot of the little programs, but the majority of the cash that we made, the 200,000 else came through the $7,500 program. So it's really important to remember that we can sell fewer of the bigger programs and we can actually generate a lot more money. So making sure that you have a core offer that's high enough price, so somewhere between five and $25,000, but you have an almost unlimited capacity. In this case, there, wasn't, there was a limit on how many we could take for that launch. That actually ended up being a fantastic scarcity bonus, a legit scarcity bonus. So it's just a matter of kind of making sure that uh, we have the right offers, that they're proven, that we have case studies, that we have testimonials that we can reference. So you do need a certain amount of traction. I'm not going to say it has to be a revenue number because I've seen some people who have been in the industry for a year or two and they have a really big vision and they're like, I want to 10x my company in the next 24 months. Fantastic. It's just a matter of working out the logistics to make sure that you have the lead flow that can handle a closer. So for every single closer, remember I said they're worth about a million dollars to your organization, each one of them needs at least 20 hot leads a week. So if you don't have a funnel, 
Um, and you're like, well, I'm going to have an, a launch, but I have no way to keep my salesperson fed. We would probably want to discuss how to turn those launch assets into an evergreen marketing funnel so that you can generate leads for them on an ongoing basis. Cause they are, they're working for the right to have a permanent seat at your table. So we really want to support the launch and make sure it's a fantastic experience. And the big carrot at the end of the, at the end of the road is, and you'll get to have $120,000 paycheck or job at the end of this. And so it's really just creating the right pieces. So that's what we do is we'll strategically look and map out your entire sales process, figure out where a salesperson can add the most value, and then give you a, a rough timeline of what you need to do in order to get salesperson ready. So again, I'm going to break this down because we've got multiple pieces. I want to make sure yeah. people get this. Uh, it is a revenue multiplier. Mm -hmm. um, it is uh, we, we've got an event, a conversion event in the mix that's actually helping to facilitate the process and ultimately a transition to bringing on an asset, the sales team, and an evergreen business model uh, that you can put in place so that you're not dependent on that launch model. So th mm -hmm. there's sort of a shift that takes place as this team is coming on but you're able to multiply the results that you would have got from your launch anyways. Yeah. I love this, Caitlin, you're gonna like this too. So Joe Gerard, and here's a guy who knows a little bit about sales and sales process himself. He says, this is great stuff, guys. Joe, I appreciate you jumping in. If, if you're catching us right now, we're about to wrap up. So if you're quick, you can get a question in there. Uh, we'll try to work that in. Uh, if you're not quick enough with your questions, the one thing I would ask you to do is, if you like what we're talking about today, if you like Book of Experts TV and any of the guests in, in episodes and the expert panels that we share here, the best thing that you can do to get on the radar of these people that you want to connect with is to follow up. You can follow up in the comments. You can ask your questions even after the live part of this show is done. Go rate, go leave a review, leave a recommendation, connect with someone on LinkedIn. It is the single best thing you can do to start to build these connections with mm -hmm. the experts that we see in the community at Book of Experts. That's how you, sh you show up in their world. You tell people what they like, you show that appreciation. And of course we love the rates and reviews as well. That helps us out as very much as well. So, uh, Caitlin, last thoughts before we wrap up here. Um, you've, you've shared with The Who. You've, these are pretty impressive numbers. You've already given us some of the names of folks that you've worked with, the Chopra, Chopra Center, um, Allie Brown, Fabian Fredrickson, for example. Some these numbers of turning a, a cost center into a profit center. What else do we know, need to know as we start to wrap up here today? Yeah, great question. Um, and I'm not sure. I think I would be asking myself, okay, well, what would be my next steps? So I think it's really just thinking through your vision. Where do I want to go? And reverse engineering that plan. So the easiest one is I usually start with my 1.2 million, right? So if, if you were going to be bringing in $100,000 a month, I would start with that number if you're not there yet. If you are already there, 10 exit, right? What would it look like for you to be bringing in a million dollars a month, right? So whatever your next threshold is where you're trying to reverse engineer and say, what would I need to get uh, to get there? And then you reverse engineer it. So it starts with sales. So if you're selling a $10,000 program and you're trying to get $100,000, you need to sell 10 of these programs a month. Now, in order to get to those 10 sales per month, I would suggest using about a 30% benchmark conversion rate. So if you have warm, qualified leads, 30% rate for your salesperson is a reasonable estimate. 
If you're converting higher than that, you're probably undercharging. If you're doing less than that, we probably need to do better marketing to make sure that there's more qualification that's happening. But mentally, between that 30 and 40% is a really good goal that I have for my sales team members. So that means that I'm gonna just pull out my own calculator. So to get to those 10 sales, you have to divide it by 30. Uh, you need to have at least 30 great sales calls. And then there's a 25% no-show rate, right? So let's multiply divide that by 0.75. So they need about 45 calls a month. So if you can just put two great sales calls onto a salesperson's calendar, every single day of the week. Now they might decide to lump them up on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, or however they do it. But if you can aim for that 45 sales conversations a month, hitting that $100,000 a month shouldn't be an unreasonable number. So we go from sales into marketing. What do I need to do to generate those 45 hot sales conversations? Reverse engineer that. And then simultaneously, because it doesn't make do anybody any good if you sell 10 things and you can't fulfill on them it's building out your org chart what kind of operational structure would i need in place in order to facilitate 10 sales a month or 100 sales per month and you just sort of build out your operations team to say well i would need my integrator and i would need my coaching program director and two assistant coaches and i'm going to need my marketing team but i have a vendor for that so it's more of it's outsourced and I'm gonna need a tech team and a customer support person, and of course my accounting person. But really for roughly a five person team, you should be easily able to do about one to $2 million uh, a year. And then your sales team is just a part of that. And so if you're in that one to $2 million range, you probably need one, maybe two salespeople. Um, and you can get, so if for kind of as a rule of thumb, I tend to say, you want to be at a million dollars you need one salesperson if you want to be at 10 million you're going to need 10 salespeople. so just kind of keeping that number in mind to figure out what is it going to take for you to consistently reach those numbers you can then plan accordingly and make your game plan of what is it going to take just break all those numbers down into what do i need to do on a daily basis to get me there so i i love this because you've given us a uh, folks you you basically got a bonus coaching session here on the on the end of the call caitlin has has actually walked us through and you know what joe's geeking out at home as well he said yes i love the focus on the numbers reverse engineering the process how do we actually mm -hmm. get there so it's not just a hope and a prayer uh, yeah. that you want to reach this new level but you actually have a process and a plan caitlin mm -hmm. i appreciate your time this is awesome you know we're ex we're really excited at sales map um obviously this is a book of experts TV. So, you know, sponsored by sales map. That's why we're talking about it today. But I appreciate you coming on because heck, we're going to be doing more of these. And uh, if you're out there, if you are doing launches for your products and you sort of fit that range of what Caitlin talked about, we'd love to come uh, talk with you and, and mm -hmm. actually help you plan out because in the next, we're going to be taking several of these on in the next few months and uh, getting ready for their launches. So appreciate all that you uh, brought the way you showed up and the energy that you brought today, Caitlin. Thanks, everyone. This is uh, your catch us on your next episode of Book of Experts TV. Bye, guys.